0: Seth, (laughs) he's not in here. (laughs) Oh my God. Frontline Gaming, uh, we are your hosts, uh, Richard, tech priest extraordinaire and most relaxed guy on the stream I'm so
1: not relaxed today.
0: (laughs) Today is not a relaxing day. And I am Seth the Mad Doctor competitive correspondent. Uh uh Richard how are you doing today buddy? So
1: stressed. <laughs> Everything went wrong. Like let me okay guys, let's tell tell you a story about the podcast/podcast slash whatever the hell we do whatever. on a week to week basis. The show. Yeah. Uh so we wanted to go live. So that was cool. So uh the Rewind a little and, bit first, oh, first
0: midday we get the notice the kicker's going to be like yeah. right on the edge of making it and he's like let's push by an hour. Yeah. And we're like, okay, we can do an hour. That's no big man. And then he's like, never mind. My flight got delayed uh, like two hours ago. He's like, my flight got delayed. I'm not making it at all. You guys are on your own.
1: Yeah, it's it's awful. Basically, everything wrong happened wrong. Uh, yeah. before the, yeah, before the and show. Then, and then
0: then your character animator wouldn't work. And yeah. you were like, let me reboot my computer. And that was like, what if no? <laughs> and then your internet went out. And yeah. then your internet went out again. And, yeah. then, and then you forgot to put me in the scene.
1: Yeah, then I forgot to... So you, everyone's caught up. So Tamagotchi Express, you're, you're caught up. Basically, you missed That's me it. screwing everything up. And then now we have a show.
0: All right. Uh, Richard, what else have you been up to lately? Anything fun and exciting in the life of a tech priest?
1: Yeah, no, I uh, I flew my plane all the way back to uh, the frozen north, and now I'm here uh, doing shows. You, you
0: flew the plane?
1: Yeah, I mean I'm a tech priest.
0: Ah, huh. yeah.
1: What about you, Seth? Yep. Um, I went
0: to LVO, and now I'm recovering. Yeah, well, I'm um, doing that too. That, yeah, that that is it. That's it. That's all I've done. Um. Speaking of, of LVO, you wanna get into some, some GW news? Because there was some GW uh, previews at LVO.
1: Totally. Yeah. Let's uh, so who's excited for El Hands up in not, the chat. Not me. No,
0: no, no. Why not? I still have PTSD from previous editions of Yanari. I gotta be Eldari honest, they're terrifying. All the Ari.
1: They're so terrifying. Um, we saw we saw that. Uh, Sorry, in
0: chat someone just said, "I feel like I've laid a brick patio all weekend after LVO." I know yeah. it is
1: so much work. It's the most amount of work ever. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so we um we have Eldari coming. We have Harlequins coming with that. So, um, yeah. that's pretty cool. We have um all the releases. Was. Everyone that watched, I assume everyone in this channel watched the the releases. Why uh, wouldn't you? I mean, I was at dinner. I don't know about you, Seth. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so the we have that. We have Tau. I'm super excited about Tau. That's coming out this weekend, right? It was pre-ordered mm-hmm. then this weekend.
0: Yep, yep. All it's right. it should be hitting streets Saturday.
1: Oh baby, I am super excited for Tau. Um, I'm super super excited for just two phases: the movement and the shooting phase. No other mm-hmm. phases are required. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um you shoot in combat, so you can do that too,
1: yeah, I mean, if someone's silly enough to touch me, <laughs> then I can shoot at them but yeah that's uh that's super fun uh what else is coming out what' else, uh you tell me what's coming out
0: uh so Eldari is also releasing with a uh, dual box uh, Eldric Omens, so you got some chaos with a new warpsmith in there
1: ooh, yeah, and the price was released for that yeah. uh it's a little more expensive than I wanted it to be, but uh. I'm still gonna buy it. I'm gonna be honest.
0: No, you'll so. use that sweet tech priest money.
1: Yeah, the dollary dues. Yeah, for yep. sure. Uh, and
0: they hinted that after Eldari, it's
1: Tyranids. Oh, yeah, that's exciting. Actually, I was not expecting that. I don't. Were you? Expecting yeah, it was that? a bit of
0: a surprise because yeah. they've gotten so many new rules lately with the Leviathan supplement. Yeah. Um, and with the the Crusher Stampede.
1: Yeah. It's so kinda, yeah, that was. It's kind of crazy how they just said, you know what? We'll do some Tyranids. Might as well.
0: Yep. Yeah. Hmm. chapter approved hit the streets last weekend it was in everyone's hands we of course didn't use it at lvo because it wasn't out in advance but uh it's out in the wild now
1: how you have you played any of the new missions yet
0: nope because my brain could not process new missions uh at all while preparing for lvo because my brain my brain like i can't play other game systems my brain is like i'm doing this and that's it just one thing nothing else
1: yeah, I uh, I played one of the new missions today and completely got it wrong, and so did my yeah. opponent. So I don't feel bad, but it was still like oh, your we your opponent's
0: should've... a no-name guy though, right? Like... Yeah,
1: he's no nobody knows yeah. him. <laughs> nobody knows him. Nobody either. knows him. Nobody. No big deal. Scrub. 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 Yeah.
0: Um, well, let's get on into the, uh, the company news. Um, you know, there's, there's two things. Um, the first, uh, I don't know if everyone got a chance to see it on stream. Um, but there was definitely pictures of it on the Facebook page. FLG is launching a new table. Um, so they have a folding table that is 44 by 60, um, which is the exact play area for the, the current game of 40 K. Um, it's actually a little taller than most folding tables. It's about waist height for me and I'm about six foot four. Um, so that's cool uh, and it, uh, it since it folds up it stores away real easily they are taking pre-orders online so check it out there um, you uh, you had the chance to work on those tables this week Richard yeah. what would you think about them
1: they're really great like they're so super sturdy so we had both yeah. of the stream games uh, I think even Joe had uh, had one of the tables too on yep, his stream. Um, its just they're really sturdy they're nice like I don't know if you noticed the height Seth they're yeah, great. Like they're they're kind of yeah. under counter height, right? They're not true yeah. counter height, um, so you don't break your back um, moving models around. Um, yeah. So I think I I'm super stoked. I, I definitely tried to get one on on the plane, and unfortunately I wasn't. Yeah, able they to sneak one they on.
0: were selling them at the event, and it was like, yeah, but you got to cake it with you right now. And I was <laughs> like, I don't think it's worth checking that thing yeah. on a plane. I was like, I'll I probably really just want to. buy it and pay for shipping later.
1: Yeah actually even to to kind of cite the terrain was awesome like the pre-painted terrain sets were really great as well so definitely something that i'm going to be looking uh, to pick up for sure
0: now the big news that everyone and was was surprised about including you and i richard we we were not in on these conversations the itc is partnering with gw yeah and boy howdy is there a lot of news there so everyone just buckle
1: up, sit down, get ready
0: for story time with Uncle Seth the Mad Dog. Right,
1: grab a coffee um, or your favorite warm beverage, and uh, let's yep. sit down and, and learn about this. Yeah. So
0: um, GW is partnering with the ITC. Uh, in terms of support, if you participate in ITC events, you'll get a chance, regardless of size of the event, you'll be entered in a chance to win an all-expense-pay trip to a special GW annual event. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Um, events are going to be getting support in the form of uh, there's going to be events and awards to support competitive play, narrative play and hobby track uh, which is all great uh, news for everyone so they're trying to support all assets of the game Um, if you win a major ITC event they haven't defined what a major event is whether that's all majors or certain ones my guess would be certain ones Um, you will win an invite to the official Warhammer finals Um, so they have their own invitational coming up which sounds really cool Um, They're also offering prize support. If you win a major event, again, they didn't define what major is. Um, If you win a best in faction at the end of the season, um, you will get a free set of digital rules, uh, which is a great way to expand your knowledge of the game. Um, The the end-of-the-year ITC champ also gets a free 2,000-point army. So just there you go. Have a new army. Um, I like new armies. This is the really uh, interesting part to me, uh, Richard, um top performing itc players will have an opportunity to be involved with the balanced data slate feedback group um that's really really cool um that th- they're going to take some of those top level players and get them involved in the balance data slate uh that way if we have some folks that are obviously pretty knowledgeable about the game particularly knowledgeable about things that might be out of balance that's a group that can give feedback so that was really cool to hear um TO support. They're going to have uh, TO support for appropriately organized and uh, judge uh, organizers and judges. Um, Again, they didn't define what. Is appropriate, but I think we're going to be hearing that more down the line. Um, they'll get free access to all of the rules, uh, so it's nice and easy for them to check on rules. Um, they're going to increase terrain and product support for those TOs. Um, the TOs will also be in an advisory group to help each other, and uh, top-level organizers will also have a chance to join the Balanced Data Slate uh, feedback group. Yeah. Um, which is all, again, great news uh, yeah. If you're running these big events And you're seeing certain imbalances in the game It's another chance for that group to feed back To the company about what we want changed Yeah,
1: I think I think All in
0: all, I think it's a good thing Yeah yeah, yeah. Um, they also added a few little more perks to the Warhammer Plus subscription. So if you're a member there, um, you'll get at events you can get mission cards and markers and tokens and widgets and early registration at select events, which is also another cool little perk. Um, so I kind of I'm, I'm kind of liking that. It's almost feeling like the uh, Amazon Prime of Warhammer now.
1: Yeah, I mean we kind of asked for this, right? We we yeah. asked GW to be part of the tournament scene. And they've always yeah. been away, so this, they're getting involved. And yeah, I mean, we asked for it, so we should all be happy. I have seen some hubbub. I'll call it hubbub. Uh, hubbub. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you uh, just like saying hubbub with the animator. I mean, obviously, yeah. My my, my The way my mouth goes. Um, so I think that uh, I think it's a good thing. I think that uh, we can all. We can all enjoy this, and it just makes—quite honestly—it makes me want to get a main rating in my faction so I can be part of it. Yeah. To be honest, so I don't know. Look out, yeah. Uh, I mean, world.
0: I know there's a thousand questions out there that folks still have, and there's a lot of things that, that in the announcement were kind of vague. Um, kicker was supposed to be the guy on this week to, to answer those questions for you folks but he's stuck in a plane so um you'll just have to sit tight till next week but hopefully we can get kicker to spill some of the beans next week yeah um i'm really looking forward to it i'm really excited about this um i think it's if gw has an investment in the competitive scene it means they have a reason to compare about care about the balance play totally plain and I simple agree. yeah for sure. Now, if they're not invested in the scene, they're not going to care if the game goes out of balance. So um, just keep that uh, little tidbit kind of in the back of your mind. If you got questions, definitely come back next week. Um, uh, there is a comment. We're really concerned about the allowance of third-party components on models now. Can you comment on that? Um, Jonathan, we, we don't know. Um, no. That's That's probably going to be my guess. And this is my guess as a guy that knows nothing at all about all of this deal would be, it's probably a, an event by event basis. Yeah. Um, third party bits were allowed at the LVO. So, mm-hmm. um, there were not, uh, the models weren't pulled because of that there. So, um, if that's, uh, how things are going to go in, in moving forward, that'd be great. Um, I certainly think GW events will probably adhere to, cause they did say they're going to run more events. Um, but, but GW events will probably just be hey, you have to run the GW models and it's their show at that point it's their event that they're running if that's the rules they want to make that's fine you'll you'll have TOs do that sometimes too it just depends um
1: yeah we'll see. I don't know i I think that the uh, get their specific events which they've told us that they're going to be running obviously yep, those are, are gonna have, yeah those are going to have the specific rules but i I can't see them enforcing those rules on like other events quite honestly yeah. so
0: yeah yeah i think that's probably and 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 it sounds like the support they're giving for a lot of these events is on the back end they're not going to necessarily have staff at every event so that would also be really hard for them to enforce i think yeah for sure right yep i mean unless they just want to send mike Brand to every event ever uh, uh, I mean, he has he'd... a small child i don't think that he would be okay with that yeah i don't know if he'd be okay with that either Or more appropriately, I don't know if his wife would be okay with him leaving every weekend to go to events.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: Yeah. maybe she will. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Maybe she's like, get out of here, Mike. Yeah, we don't need you. Yeah. All right.
0: Moving on. Um, the we've got uh, the next event coming up is the Frontline Gaming Cherokee Open. That's the next big event and it's going to be the kickoff for the 2022 ITC season. Um, the new chapter approval will be in use. So that means new missions, new points. It's going to take place in the beautiful Smoky Mountains on the Cherokee Reserve. That's just a few hours from Atlanta Cherokee or from Chattanooga or Charlotte. Um it's a brand-new venue. There's a big entertainment center there. There's going to be a free board game night, uh, free board game play all the time. Yep. There's national parks. Um, there's a meet-and-greet planned for Thursday night, which means I think that I have to be there kind of Thursday night.
1: Yeah, you, you're I going, guess. right? Did you say – Well, I'm, I'm going to the
0: event. I'm yeah. actually taking my wife. That's exciting. Um, Yeah, because it's her birthday weekend, and she's like, "I want to go play in the in the the national park," and I'm like, "Uh, "Okay, I'll get us a room, and you can go play there during the day, and I'll go (laughs) 40k for the day." So um, that's cool. Tickets are yeah, Yeah, good.
1: That's cool when you can invite your wife to do this stuff. I think it makes the travel a lot easier. Because I, I don't know about you guys, but I've had to pay some major brownie points going back from LVO. So,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, that's that's also the nice thing is like, oh, I was just away at LVO, but this, this this Cherokee trip is not me leaving again. It's us leaving again.
1: Yeah, no
0: brownie points required. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Tickets are still on sale for the 40 gate Champs and the Long War Doubles. Yes, we will have the Long War Doubles there. Um, so come battle it out for your ITC points and have a fun weekend hanging out with your buddies like us. Yeah. Are you
1: going to be there, Richard? No,
0: <laughs>
1: we should make you be there. <laughs> I, I'll be there in spirit. How about that machines? Okay. That's yeah. good enough. Yeah.
0: Um, in terms of FLGN news, there's not been a lot because the FLGN yeah. has been all hands on deck for the stream this past weekend. Um, and so the grim after dark guys were like on planes Monday and still not back yeah. in their various locations. Um, you and i barely made this show yeah uh the chat tactic <laughs> guys weren't in in town on tuesday no. um so it's i'm, I'm assuming the thursday show is going off tomorrow you're you're the yep. tech
1: priest behind the curtain there so yeah they don't let me, they don't let me show my face on there because they're too good yeah. for the tech priest but um well but, i'm not you're yeah, always yeah, thank, welcome here. thank you so much um yeah Thanks. so paul murphy adam actually is in uh i believe he's in san diego um to, to kinda hang okay. out with the chapter tactics guys. Yeah, he's he's all kinda right, everywhere. Right. He's doing his thing. Um but he's, he's gonna a, be he's a he's
0: a roaming man. Yeah.
1: He's a man of the forty K streets. Uh yep. so yeah, so I think that I'm super, super excited to get the show going and then uh we can start looking at the future to the Cherokee. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now for the main
0: segment. This this was again. We had very quick notice that we weren't going to have a kicker, so um, mm-hmm. I do I, – th- a lot of this was, was made with kicker in mind, but uh, di- Richie, di- what <laughs> Richard slash Dickie, yeah. whatever one you want to go by, yeah. um, you Tomato certainly are, are able to chime in here. <laughs> um, what was your experience uh, – was this your first LVO? I guess that's the first question.
1: Yeah, it was my very first LVO.
0: And what? Because you, I would say you're more. You were on the. You were the organizer, and you were the back end. What was your experience like in terms of other events compared to this?
1: Huge. <laughs> it was just yeah, just big. Like there's just so many people. Yeah. Um, uh, being in from Canada, uh, we. Uh, So Val and myself, the the Serval Skull, got there and floated around a bit and then got right to work. So the amount of work that it takes to get a stream up and running, I don't think people really truly understand. We basically got there Wednesday, worked about eight hours to get the tables and the cameras and kind of everything together, and then worked all day Thursday. (laughs) Getting (laughs) the the tech set up. Yeah, getting the tech set up. And then we had to pull the tech down for the GW uh show so it was uh oh, it was crazy it was a crazy event super busy
0: and and then you just streamed a little bit right
1: yeah we streamed so much we we <laughs> streamed all day friday uh, Yeah. we streamed yeah. uh all day saturday for rounds, rounds. On saturday. That I know, Seth, you were pooped at the end of that episode. Uh, yeah,
0: I I was just like, oh, we're streaming Shadow Round. Oh, we're streaming Shadow Round. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, It was not. I was not prepared. I think uh, the Serval Skull just went to bed. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like, he, he totally left us. He was like, I'm end. going to bed. So. It, like, I
0: remember at one point wandering back behind the curtain to where you were, being like, man, let's just cut it like how many people can be watching it you know 11 30 at night and you were like 1200 and i was like oh we'll keep it <laughs> yeah, up we gotta
1: keep going if there's i i you know if you guys weren't watching i was shutting that thing down for <laughs> yeah. sure <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah so it was um uh did you get out of the hall at all or were you just locked in your little tech booth
1: uh, I was mostly log- like we ate lunches and dinners back behind the behind the black curtains. Uh, but we we were able to get out. I got out twice, so I was able to. Did you uh, see
0: the other halls and the vendor hall?
1: Oh yeah. So I oh, I totally got. So did you buy anything from the vendor hall first off?
0: I I bought some stuff from the FLG store because um yeah. I I wanted some some more killer cans. I don't actually have a lot of those. Yeah. Um and and I resisted. Uh, getting too much more because you know I was in Vegas, and I was already spending a good chunk oh, of money, too much money yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand um and there 's gambling involved, maybe,
1: so um some people know i 'm a huge world leaders fan, I know i 'm a, yes, <laughs> a tech priest, but i 'm also maybe i, I underneath that that yeah. robe, sir. It's the heart of a world eater. Just so full of rage behind, <laughs> behind this. Um. <laughs> so I got uh, the the thirty k world leader dice because like nice. I really wanted them. And yeah, because they had that kind of stuff yeah. there too. They had all the little knickknacky stuff, which is great. The stuff that you just don't see, right? So I got yeah. that. Um. I got the new uh, mission book. Uh. They also gave us cards too. I don't know if anyone. So yeah. If you spent I, over I got a 100... set of those. Yeah, but... if you spent over a hundred and fifty bucks, you got the cards. So yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah I got a set of those. Um, yeah so um, I got to check out the vendor hall a bit kind of shameless plug here but if you want a visual of what the LVO is like I actually have a vlog coming out Friday on my YouTube channel uh, showing everything including Richard's den of debauchery behind the curtain Um, but also just like what all is there like I mean the the registration line at one point when uh, Thursday night when it opened up stretched from the, the registration desk to the casino floor um yeah which was ridiculous um they uh they had um the first morning you know you, kicker was asking you guys here on the show do you want breakfast and coffee they had breakfast and coffee but the hotel drastically underestimated how much y'all wanted breakfast and coffee and they sent like one person to work the register oh, um no. And so that line got huge. And then the same problem occurred at lunch, but Kicker was on it. He was a man on a mission um, to make sure that they, that didn't happen again. Yeah. So Saturday, they were well staffed. They was like three cashiers. They were like two people making sure food was stocked. So that line moved uh, yeah. Saturday
1: and Sunday. So that was good. So I have to address the comment. No dice were not $150. I also bought.
0: <laughs> I mean, GW dice might be right.
1: <laughs> I got uh, Tal, the Tall, the the Crimson Lord Commander. <laughs> yes. uh, he's All just right. such a He's just a beautiful model. Come yeah. on, guys. So and, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, shameless plug here. Uh, we've got we've got some of the BCP guys in chat, and BCP uh, functioned the whole time. There was Dude, no they BCP crash. They great job, guys. I had like. I had one issue where I couldn't search, and it was just a clear the cache issue on my phone. And they were there to help if you were having issues. So, yeah, um, it worked. They worked the whole time. It, it it seemed to flow just fine. I didn't have any big issues, and you know that's the that's the nightmare after 2020 is that system going down and us all just going. Rrr.
1: Yeah, it, it went super smooth. That the the pairings went super smooth. So yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. almost too Um, smooth (laughs)
0: because
1: we weren't ready for them half the time
0: yeah yeah. I mean we that's another discussion where we're like holy crap How do I get for a stream run right now yeah Uh, we gotta I think there's a better way for everyone yeah. Yeah, behind the curtains for everyone, when the pairings go live, we like we as the stream team did not have advance warning of the pairings. So, we're very much scrambling to look through what are the games, who do oh we want, God. and then run to the tables yeah. to ask the guys if they want to move up on stream. Yeah. Um and you know, everyone's also hustling trying to get their game going and we're like, "Hey, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. You want to come up here and get on the table?" Yeah. Um
1: so it's it. it's just so... It's just craziness back there. It's You have to put oh, yeah. their... So you guys don't know. So we have to input their scores. So we use BCP. Thank you, BCP. Yep. Um, to run the scores. And we have yep. uh, their little games. So we have to set the game up. We have to make sure their names are proper. We have to make sure their factions are proper. Yep. Then... Yep they have to do the score updating. Not perfect. I'll tell you that. I I remember a lot of people complaining. I'm sorry. The players have to do it on their end. We're going to figure a better way to do it. I promise.
0: Casey, I didn't have to complain. I was just saying there was one hiccup and it was a simple solution because you guys were there to help. Like it it was an easy fix. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Plus I'm on Android. Like Android always has problems. So, (laughs) you know, whatever. Um, (laughs) Uh, from a player end, I actually played four rounds um, because you guys really needed help on the stream. So after my fourth round, I dropped to help you guys out. Um, it was that uh, we had like the one issue we had was um, I was the guy numbering tables. So if you were upset about how your tables were numbered, hi, my name is Seth and I numbered your table. <laughs> um, we had cards for yeah. 450 tables. Except we only actually had cards for the first 150 and then we lost the remaining 300 somewhere. No one, <laughs> there's a, there's a mythical tub that says admin on it somewhere that
1: has the rest of those cards. That's God only knows one through a hundred.
0: <laughs> yeah. Leo and I were like, where's it? Like we were scrambling, trying to find the tub. Then we just started handwriting cards and we only got through like 300 tables yeah. Then we ran out of cards and we were like, well, that's it. That's all we've got. <laughs> just and, figure it out. <laughs> um, we didn't have any paper. Yeah. It was a whole like, so, so we were caught flat-footed there. Um, no worries, man. Uh, we, we, You know, if you didn't like it, I'm sorry. Uh, Penn, yeah, Penn and Teller. Penn and yeah, Penn and, teller, yeah, Penn and teller. teller snuck totally in right. and made the cars disappear. Those jerks, we should uh, make them. Oh, they found the box during cleanup. No. Baccarat, where did they find the box? I need to know this because there was a manhunt Thursday night for this box. Where was it? You've got to tell me. Um, but anyway, <laughs> moving funny. on. I, I'm personally invested in this story now. Let's get to the results, though. Um, for LVO itself, your 40K champs, the winner, as everyone knows, was Richard Siegler yeah. coming in out of nowhere, You know, telling people he wasn't going to come, and then jumping off the top rope and just laying the smack down on everyone with AdMech. Do you think that um, was
1: gamesmanship, or do you think you just didn't know? I don't know. I don't know. I. Yeah.
0: I could I could believe he didn't know until the last minute, but that also seems like one hell of a last minute trip. Yeah, um, hmm. you know, and so there might be a little gamesmanship there because most people didn't. He had a very Richard Siegler style ad mech, a combat ad mech list that wasn't most people couldn't run. So he yeah. most people weren't teching for it because he was saying he wasn't going. So maybe that yeah. was some gamesmanship. Yeah. Um, it definitely did work out,
1: Matthew. Oh yeah, it definitely worked. Like at the <laughs> end of the
0: day, yeah, a lot of people were. Uh, uh caught flat footed. Um yeah. someone found the box and gave it to Leo.
1: That's crazy. i't uh,
0: know oh, well. where I need to know where the that box was. It was it's gonna upset me. Um the best painted that was uh Israel S- uh Israel Sanchez um Izzy's a fantastic painter he's a commission painter for FLG you can see tons of his work online he's also the um if you've checked out Outward Realms he did all the paints for all of their box art armies um so he's a really really good player or painter um, did a great job um, and then Ren Renman uh, the overall winner that typically is a Sean Naden award but Sean yeah. didn't take it this year that went no. to Steven box um, which was a, a really great experience for him um, Steven's a great guy he came over and ran a coaching class that was like blew his expe- expectations away with a sold-out class he was super yeah. excited about that um, he's a really cool dude um, he he talked to me more than he should have, uh, probably, um, oh. because I was like, we need to get you on the show. And then he talked for me for like 30 minutes. And I was like, I know. I really wanted to, to see him.
1: I really wanted to yeah. just shake his hand and say hi. And I just, I didn't have any time to do that. And I feel terrible about it, but oh well. What are you yeah. going to do? What are you going um, to do? But.
0: 40k was not the only event
1: there no you're right um, we have the aos champs
0: uh, the winner of that is gavin Greigar. um best painted went to austin morgan and their ren man was dayton O'Brey. um so great job aos grew um i heard a lot of good things about that kill team that was won by fernando's marcos ace uh, ace marcos ace yes marcos. um marvelous crisis <laughs> protocol was there uh, that was one by Mike DeLuca. Nice. Um, Legion. That was one by J.R. Dieter. Um, and we've we had a War Machine event, and that was one by Brandon Owens. Nice. Um, generally speaking, th- by the way, did you see how rowdy those kill team guys were getting? So rowdy. Like so they were loud. going late at night, hooping and hollering. Like, they had an after dark event. I have no idea what that entails, but it sounds amazing. Did you check out their stream setup? I did. It was a very
1: good stream setup. Yeah, those. Yeah, are, that it, was, super it was like
0: cool. All, all kinds of tight camera angles. Yeah. I think it also helps that, that game is a much smaller scale, so you can get really tight <laughs> yeah, camera exactly. angles. But
1: they had like a color, like yeah. different color, too, so they made it like really oh, moody. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool.
0: Yeah, it was really cool looking. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, that was that was the event winners. Um, but as we all know, the LVO is also the Super Bowl, the end to the ITC season. So we have finalized ITC rankings. You ready to hit those, Richard?
1: I'm ready to hit them. I'm just ready to say them, though, this time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Well, I can, you want to say them or I can say
1: them? I can say them. I can say them. All right. Uh, hit us. So do you want to go number one? should we start at the number yeah,
0: one yeah or, or if you want to build tension you can move your way up
1: yeah well, I'm sure everyone bloody well knows who got it so uh, yeah, knows <laughs> number number one in the 40k uh, Richard Siegler of course he he comes yep. out he only needed his full he's
0: like the freaking <laughs> undertaker of 40k k he just shows up and just takes you out at the knees
1: and he's so calm too like like I get an interesting perspective. I get to see him at the table, like prepping yep. for the next round, and he's just relaxed. He often just sits down and like thinks and kind of con- looks like he's just kind of contemplating he, the next round. He's, yeah, computing. he's computing. Yeah. Well, maybe he's the the tech priest. He is the machine. Yeah. Number two, Manny Chima, coming all the way from yep. England. Uh, yep. He. He just snagged the top spot last week too. Yeah, so um, he did. He go down. He went down in the shadow round. So that was round. Yep.
0: Forward. He lost to Alex
1: McDougal in yes, the shadow round. The old Canadian Alex McDougal. Yeah. Um. And then John Lennon is in third. The Boy King himself. Yep. He got knocked out early
0: in the event. So
1: early. Yeah. I wonder how he's doing. Uh, I. I. he's no, I'm he, sure. Yeah. I'm sure he took it. Yeah. I think. I'm sure he took it well the third in the ITC is like a huge accomplishment. So uh yeah. the yeah. oldest man in 40K, Brad Chester takes fourth and in my fifth... god, did you hear about his round 1 game? Yeah, he had one heck of a first day, didn't he?
0: His his first draw. His there's 780 players randomly getting paired and he gets Mark Hurdle, one of the best admec yeah. players in the game. And he tells me, I talked to him afterwards. He's like, "I lost half my army in top of one Seth," and yeah. I was like, "You what?" He pulled out a one point victory. That's in crazy. That game.
1: The old man's that's, got some yeah, tricks, man. Nuts, man. The old man's got some tricks. He does. He and does. Then, yeah. And then he he played Manny in round three, and he lost. Ended up losing in round yep. three against Manny. So that was that was one heck of a first day, and. Uh, uh Sean Naden, who is always yep. up there. Uh, this is the first he was year. So
0: close. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is the first year he hasn't made a top eight cut. So yeah. Uh yeah. He
0: was so close. He was seven battle points away from making making the shadow round. Um I'm sure he is he is kicking himself and looking back as to where he could have made those seven points up throughout that event because yeah. that's that's a first for Sean. It's almost like that's an automatic Sean's gonna make the top eight somehow.
1: Yeah. But you know what? Sean can't be too unhappy because no, if, no. if we look at the 40k hobby track he was first in 40k hobby track
0: yeah and he came out of nowhere too I on that f- rankings he wasn't even in
1: the top 5 and he was just he's the undertaker of hobby track yeah we have we didn't say his name i i going back from every episode i don't think we said his name once <laughs> We didn't. I know we didn't
0: because I type these notes yeah. every week. He wasn't in the top five. He, J.T. Steger
1: and Lee Harris were duking it out yeah. there
0: for number one. Second and then Deshaun yeah. Naden just took him out
1: at the knees. Yeah, that's crazy. And he has a beautiful yeah. army, uh, too. So he's definitely he well-deserved. He's uh, he got little banners that he does. And they're just freehand perfectness. Oh, it was super cool. Uh, Nicholas Wanker in fourth and Scott Boucher in, in fifth. Why don't you take the AOS... Uh, uh comp track
0: so yep so we got uh gavin gregar who won the aos tournament he sneaks in yep. we're not sneaking he was already the number one <laughs> i guess uh, he was james O. <laughs> yeah it wasn't really a sneak um number two is james o'brien number three cody salts who i saw there um uh, he was actually walking around barefoot uh, and i thought he was taking after mark perry oh, okay. turns out he just did a lot of running in the airport the day before and flip-flops so his feet were all blistered so he was like oh. screw flip-flops yeah um number four is caleb walters and number five Jinwa noah singh and i'm hoping i'm pronouncing that right jinwa um moving down to the hobby track uh, we've got our number one is nick garcia number two Derek Page, number three Christopher Hernandez, number four Ian Wood, and number five Matt Abbott. And as a special treat this week I've got the final Kill Team rankings. Um, And there is a little bit of fun here. Um, So the number one is Fernando Marcos the winner of the Kill Team event at the LVL. But the number two I was talking to the TO is Orion Wilfong. And Orion is an upset because of his high placement at the event. He ended up coming in fourth um, at the Kill Team tournament. That catapulted him up into the second place slot. So he we almost oh, wow. caught Fernando. That's awesome. Um, so good job, Orion. Number three is Daniel Marcos. Number four is Lazarus, and number five is Carlos Durant. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's a it's a big if it's a huge event. I guess you're going to get more points, right? So, ooh.
0: yeah, cool. So um, let's get into uh, our listener questions. Now we put out, you know, I always try to put out the what we're talking about, and you can submit questions. So we yeah. got a bunch of pre-submitted ones. So I'm some of them are kicker? geared well you're, you can try okay. you can guess how many you know, steps he took and stuff um, there's some questions about hobby track or, or about Man, um, and it was because Man was calculated on battle points I believe and that's what uh, got Steven uh, the lead over Sean it was not overall placement in the event it was not because Sean because was 13th and Steven was 77th but battle points evened it out a lot more um, anyway uh, what was your step count for the weekend Did, do you know what your step count was Richard or do you want to guess a kicker step
1: count uh Oh, man. A lot. My feet were sore every night. So, yep. I mean, yep. I don't know, a lot. A million. A million and a half. There you go.
0: So, I actually, my phone does keep track of that kind of stuff. Um, so, I was able to calculate for you guys 58,726 steps uh, for my weekend, which roughly equates to 29 miles. Ooh-wee. That was
1: a long yeah, so. day, man lots of walking. I just walking I just remember the them getting you to walk to the one side of the hall and then back to the other side of the hall to yeah. get more scores so, like oh man.
0: Yeah, that that day I walked more than any other day was when I was when I was doing the field reporting <sighs> and just jumping between tables and walking back and forth constantly. Yeah. Um yep. craziness. Uh what was the dirt on Seth dropping? Uh or was he <laughs> always scheduled not to play, heard him on stream, but missed the commentary. Um I I knew going in that at some point i was gonna jump in and help you guys because yeah. i really do want to I, I enjoy helping the stream i enjoy um table bossing it and, and reporting on games um but i just wasn't I, you know this was lvo i wanted to play um and my goal was to go four and two and then after i you know saturday morning uh val had put out the the uh apb for help on the stream the and i signal. said you know i really. Yeah. I really wanted to to play my my fourth round because it was a player that i I played previously and lost, so I wanted kind of my chance to to get my win there um, and I said, regardless after that, I can drop and help you guys, so I did um so I did end up dropping to help you guys um and we we sort of kind of on the fly came up with the role of field reporter, which was actually a lot it's of actually fun actually
1: a lot of fun, isn't it, yeah
0: yeah yeah i got to, i got to run around and stick my nose into like fourteen games each round <laughs> um and pop in on the stream and be like, look at what crazy stuff is happening oh my god
1: yeah um that's it. so yeah that was that was a cool well, you uh, cool were super thing. welcome in our ragtag group that's for sure <laughs>
0: so, yes yeah. our our band of of heroes Misfit toys yeah um that too yeah. also <laughs> um a uh, part two uh, kickers already talking about it uh the l v o five k Y'all are crazy. All right. I, I lift weights and I was fine lifting weights before yeah. LVO, but more walking. Did you not just hear about the 29 miles? Yeah. Um, that's a lot. Hey, that's we'll, a lot. we'll give anything a go. This, this is a question I think you could answer very well, Richard. Yeah. Is old man Brad normally a party animal like he was at LVO?
1: Yeah, no, he is. <laughs> he doesn't, he generally doesn't slow down too much, even though he should, he just never does. So yeah, he is a party animal.
0: Yeah. Damn. I, uh, I don't think I've seen him at a major level event without wine in his hand.
1: Yeah. I mean whatever yeah. works, right? I don't know. Hey, I mean it's it's his thinking juice. <laughs> it
0: must be. He needs his thinking juice. Yeah. Um a few more questions here. You know, some of these I don't know how well I'm gonna be able to answer, but I'll do my best for you guys. Uh how do you plan to address the itc scoring system skewing so heavily that people avoid small events and go to established conventions instead um it's to my understanding that the score system this year is based off of number of players and number of rounds um and there is no requirement to attend gts or majors to get your six scores for the itc Mm -hmm. Um, so certainly you can play smaller events to get the maximum number of scores but um, you're probably not going to be the top person in your faction or the top in the ITC without attending major level events. Yep. Um, so hopefully that does you know incentivize at least local players to to get out and play um, in those smaller events. I know I love playing in RTTs when I get a chance because it's a great chance for me just to go get a couple of of real life uh, games in a day, which I
1: don't usually get to do. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: You do you go to RTTs, Richard?
1: I do. Yes. I, I, when yes. I'm not streaming. Constantly. Uh yeah, we're doing I,
0: it. I, I would say for guys like you and uh me to an extent, we probably play more at RTTs than we do at GTs and Majors because yeah. we're we're working GTs and Majors. Yeah, well
1: oh. yeah, apparently so we're kinda looking at the next one is uh, we got Joe going to uh Cherokee, so it's gonna be awesome. Okay. All right. Uh and we look like we're going to the Bay Area Open, so yeah. That's kind of the next big big shoot. Next one.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, what are your thoughts on top players from teams such as Brohammer and Art of War play testing codexes prior to the release and receiving the codex a month early before commercial release? Um, point of clarification: I don't know anyone on the Brohammer team that's a playtester, yeah. um, and there's only one person on the Art of War team that I know is a playtester. That's Brad, yep. and those playtesters are under an NDA
1: to not release the rules yeah. in advance. Yeah, um, and they, I, I know. Brad takes it very seriously, and I know most yeah. of the playtesters uh, take it very seriously. Yeah. So
0: yeah, like I, I know multiple playtesters personally and I can't get any of them to leak in no, advance. I try really um, hard to,
1: but, no, no, do, but they don't do anything. I,
0: well, and the other thing is they the, the version of the rules that they're working on as playtesters might not be the final version that gets printed because there are multiple playtest teams that are feeding information to GW. Um, so I have heard from some play testers that they the rules they were working on were not the rules that ended up getting printed. Um, so I don't think it necessarily gives them a competitive advantage. The the groups that get books in advance for preview um, they're also under NDAs until about uh, usually a week prior to pre-orders. But at that point, I mean, you can go out and you can find people that basically do a, a you know a page by page turn the book. You know, page in front of the camera review. If you want to get that information, so mm-hmm. most folks, if you really, really wanted to, could get those rules about two weeks in advance, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and get a chance to play with them. So I don't think that it gives too much of a competitive advantage. Because the other thing you have to think about is hobby lag. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not already heavily invested in that army, like if they drop the new orc book, I'm in a good position. I have most of the orc range all painted up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. But if they dropped, a, you know, a new Tau book like they are this week I have Tau but it's really hasn't been updated in a couple years so I like if they were like storm surges are the best thing ever I'm like well I own none of those yeah Um, you know so there's a bit of hobby lag there too to consider what do you think about that
1: you know like don't we want some of the high level players to play test the like to break these books before yeah you know what I mean so I don't think they're going to hold the secrets for for later in the year. I think they're going they want to they want a balanced game. Uh talking with uh, yeah. Richard Siegler or any of those high-ranking players, they want a balanced game that's fun to play that everyone has a shot to win. So, um I think yeah. I, I think it's it's a good idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah uh what are your thoughts on some teams artificially rising points during the 2020 season during the florida man iron man challenge um i'm just gonna nip that one real quick uh they changed the itc rules to prevent iron Mans from any happening anymore so yeah. that whole situation has been shut down you cannot run iron man gts anymore that's done and over with um Pretty straightforward. Yep. Uh, with the breakdown of top performing factions at LVO, the top five were Custodies, GSC, Crusher Stampede, Mixed Tier Nets, and Dark Eldar. Out of these five, four are factions running without FAQs for their current rules. Mm. Uh, will ITC take uh, metrics from this year's LVO into consideration when to term the cutoff for public dates for publications? Um, I will tell you, I-, I don't know. I don't make decisions for when LVO cutoff is, mm. um, but I do know that it- there was a a conscious decision to allow those books mm-hmm. in. Um, and the, the reason being is pretty simple. If you're watching LVO and LVO doesn't allow Crusher Stampede, GST, uh, Custodes um, in, are you that interested to see what happens? Yeah. If you're watching armies, like uh, uh, an event where armies that are out aren't legal to play. Um. So I I think in general I'm in favor of let them play rather than no. I I do you know um, uh, Rob the honest war gamer, um, he's always uh, a proponent of no play till FAQ. Yep. Um, but the same hand we, they can't do an FAQ until it gets played and we find out where the big problems are. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it's a tough one. Like I, I think I agree most, uh, with your, if we didn't let these, uh, these army lists in. So Custodius gene, so called crusher stampede. Um, it would have, would it have been just dark Eldar versus dark Eldar. You know what I mean? Like it would just, I don't know, man, like I work on the Thursday show and I, I gotta tell you, if I review another dark Eldar list, (laughs) it's going to kill me. So, um, I'm so happy that, uh, that Richard Siegler one with AdMech and, and that we have custodians and Zane Seagler to to yeah. start looking at. So, yeah,
0: it, it, it was exciting to play those new armies and get to see them on the table operating. Um, yeah, I don't know if they're going to take that into con- consideration moving forward. Um, you know, we we're not in a, a situation where we were like a few years ago where GW guaranteed an FAQ two weeks after a book released. Yeah. Um, so you might be waiting you know, it might be a case of you're waiting two or three months for an FAQ. And imagine if you are that hardcore GSC or custody player and for two or three months you're told you can't play your book.
1: Yeah. That that feels that feels real bad, feels bad to bad. me. Yeah. It does feel yeah. bad.
0: Uh any other questions in the chat tonight before yeah. we wrap this one up? I know uh we, we started a little later, so we're running a little late, but you know, we still seem pretty active in there.
1: Yeah. All sixty-three people. Thank you guys so much for
0: yeah, we appreciate showing up. Uh, Richard, how you feeling? You
1: recovered from from your no? I am still so tired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I know the feeling. Well, will Custodes and and uh, Crusher still be good with Tau coming out? Seth, Mm.
0: Um, I think Crusher takes a hit. Certainly. because of uh, there's a lot of really strong shooting from Tau, and Crusher doesn't have that much access to like negative modifiers, which really is what's going to hurt Tau. Yeah. Um, but Custodes, st- at the end of the day, guys, Custodes are just they, they can be pretty swingy because those invals are real good, but sometimes them fours just don't happen, and then they're dead. Um. So it just it's. I, I watched a lot of those games, and sometimes they make four ups and they survive everything, and sometimes they don't and
1: they die in a fire. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with Tau is the ability to have just a ton of shots, sons of Daka, yeah. if you will, Uh downrange. Like uh, the airburst fragmentation is two d six shots, and that's yeah. just a lot of. Shots coming downfield, so you're gonna fail. You're gonna fail a couple, and uh, yeah, failing a couple against a custodians army when you don't have a lot to begin with is is yeah. kind of a big deal. So yeah,
0: that that hurts a lot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the question there was another one: uh, the Avatar uh, model leaking earlier in the week. Do you think that affected the preview? I mean, I'm certainly they were planning on on showing the Avatar, but that was obviously not their whole plan. They had no. a lot of other things they
1: wanted to show us. I, I have a question: What did you? So you watched the? What did you think of the reveal as a whole? Was it? Were you like, "Oh man, was the best reveal ever"? Or were you like, "Eh,
0: look I mean, it, it was a good reveal. Um, it, there was a lot of content there. It was not just like, I was, I was concerned. Yeah. As, as a, a guy going, that, um, you know, the, the online reveals they've been doing. Yes. Where it's like, here's five minutes on 40k. Moving on. Okay, here's five minutes on. Uh, blood bowl here's five minutes on AOS like I said guys my brain holds one game um, yeah, so there not. was a lot of 40k reveal there which made me real happy
1: yeah i I thought they could have done better I don't know I mean I will tell you like that giant the giant bloodthirster guy from Horace heresy like oh my god That thing's gorgeous so I mean if anything that that like that take my money GW because I want that. That
0: that got your blood pumping. Yeah,
1: for sure. My inner rage demon, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I think that's about it for tonight, Richard. I I I really appreciate you. Joining me here on screen and helping out uh with, with the absence of kicker. Yeah. Um this would this show would not have been the same if I tried to do a solo man show. So yeah. I really am glad that you you hopped in to help me out.
1: Thanks. Any man. final thoughts for the night? You know what, everyone, uh I saw your comments on could we get a, a sneaky Friday episode with Kicker on? Uh yeah, we can totally ask him uh, and see if we, we can do a sneaky Friday episode if, if Seth's wife uh lets him come out and play. Yeah i'm trying to remember if she had plans for this friday or not. i'll find out folks. We'll, we'll let you guys know
0: yep all right all right guys uh, well the other thing is kicker's wife might also be like bro you've been out of town for a week and you have a small son so you ain't doing crap friday night yeah we'll fair find enough. out <laughs> yeah um well until next time folks thank you so much for joining us we hope you enjoyed this episode of signals from the Frontline. have a great week and we will see you next wednesday
1: bye bye